This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. She was some of the high gas prices, high inflation, and, and maybe some of them voted for Biden and are really con, you know, concerned about that and thinking about switching and let's, let's vote for uh, you know Republican candidates that are more common sense, looking at how our, our economy can move forward and how we can build jobs, things like that. We're definitely seeing that. This is Ted Cruz. Let's go, Brandon. All right, so that's Ted Cruz, obviously. Uh, and then prior to that, John Martin, candidate for 47th uh, District State Rep here in Missouri. And that gets us going in today's show here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. Welcome in. I am Brandon Rathard. There's producer Hannah. Good morning. This John Marsh is here. Here, sir. All right, check in. And then uh, my father is co-host. My dad's name is Henry. Good morning, Henry. <laughs> Good morning, Brandon. Welcome. Good morning, Hannah. Uh, welcome into the show. Glad you could be here. So let's start here as we look at some of these local races. We know how it is on a national level. We know that it is taste for uh, for Joe Biden and the Democrat Party as a whole. We've seen Tulsi Gabbard this week. She distanced herself. Distance her. She dropped out. It's like saying I distanced myself from high school. I didn't distance <laughs> myself from high school. I dropped out. I didn't drop out. I just never went back. Tulsi Gabbard dropped out of the Democrat Party. She has already endorsed a Republican in Washington. President Biden, Pelosi, and Perez's policies of open borders have led to a crime and drug epidemic that's killing people and making us less safe. And that was one of the reasons she dropped out. She's like, I just can't hang with y'all uh, anymore. I just can't do it. Tim Ryan, uh, he is a, uh, a candidate uh, for Congress in Ohio. He was asked, hey, do you want Biden to come campaign for in you? In the coming weeks, do you want President Biden to come to Ohio and publicly campaign with you in this final lap? So how did he answer? We're going to find out here in just a couple of minutes. Is he holding? Because there's been a numerous Democrats and we've detailed all of them. Uh, whether it's the the Senate race in Arizona, say, no, we don't want Joe to come uh, campaign for us. Uh, is Tim Ryan, did he give a different answer as a Democrat? We're going to get to that here in just a minute. But want to focus on some of our local races. A really good piece in this morning's Jefferson City News Tribune uh, local races. Republican incumbent Sam Bushman, uh, Cole County presiding commissioner. He's got kind of... Um, is it fair to say, Marsh, an interesting opponent in Carla Steck? Yeah, I would say that's fair. She was kind of an 11th hour come to the campaign kind of candidate. You know, it was one of those kind of hit the ground running thing as a Democrat because Bushman's never had any opposition the entire time he's been presiding commissioner in Cole County. And, of course, and there's a great story in the Jefferson City uh, News Tribune. So Sam Bushman, the Republican incumbent, he's like, hey, you know, we want to emphasize funding for capital improvements, which I always think, listen, no matter where you live, capital improvements, whether it's beautification project, I think that's, I think that stuff is important. It's important. I'm, but boy, how, how much do you want the government to get involved? Because I have become very distrusting of the government in their ability to do it correctly. Uh, yeah, it's only going to cost us, you know, a half million dollars. And a million and a half dollars later, yeah, we think we got this done. It's it just, I'm just not sure about the government involvement in these investments, beautification. So, I, 
Yeah, and, and, and Henry, to your point, and I, I read that, uh, Brandon, um, I agree with Brandon what he said there in terms of the article. It's a well-written article. I don't think beautification is the big priority. I've talked to Sam Bushman. I know John has. I, It's important to him, but that's not really. Uh, I think his bigger concern is the capital improvement sales tax mm-hmm. because that's really what funds the county. That's really, and quite frankly, it's what, what funds the city as well. There's a city capital improvement in the county. I do think it's well written, but I think the beautification thing's a little overblown. Jefferson City News Tribune, uh, quote, Carla Steck, self-employed artist and graphic designer running for the seat as an in Independence. By the way, I have it, admiration for libertarians and sure. independents. I really do. Uh, said the focus on capital improvements was important, though. She said there was also a need to support the artistic culture. <laughs> kind of back to the same discussion, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure are. We want, it to, we want our community to look artistic. And listen, she's passionate about the arts. Uh, but I'm guessing you could go to nine and a half out of ten voters here in mid-Missouri. How important are the arts and government to you? I don't think it's going to land very high. And in, in, in Jefferson City especially, it's very concerned. I've, I've never heard hardly anybody bring up the arts. I'm not saying it's not important, but in Jeff City especially, very conservative. But, you know, she's getting her view out there, and she has the right to be heard. There's no doubt. It's just I've not not heard that at all from people in Jeff City. That that's a big issue. And I'm wondering, I'm not asking who you're voting for, but I'll, and I'll start uh, with you, Houseworth. Do yep. you know how, so we are, what, 28 days from the election. Do you know how you're voting on everything? When you walk into your polling place on November the 8th, do you know how you are voting? It's a great question. <clears throat> no, and, and the only other thing I would add to that, because there's just a lot, a lot of the ballot issues are very, con- there's a couple of them that are, the marijuana thing is very confusing. I can't Ye- believe, quite frankly, it's on the ballot. Yeah, I, I have a, it, it looked to me like it has multiple subjects, but even the National Guard provision, Brandon and Henry, is it's just it's it's just unusual and never seen anything quite like it. It's pretty straightforward. I'm just a little baffled by it. So I think those are issues I want to read and I want to delve into them a little bit more in news later next week. But no, I don't know how I'm going to vote. I had an interesting conversation with Dan Veach yesterday, who's a big uh, rec weed uh, yep. proponent, Epen Thampy, who is also mm-hmm. a big proponent of recreational weed, although he is adamantly against this Amendment Three. And I talked to both of them yesterday. They were on the Gen uh, on with. Gen Jennifer Bukowski yep. was filling in on the Gary Nolan show here on the radio station yesterday. And I said, I came into the studio and I said, Epen, no nonpartisan BS. Tell me about this. There's these claims about CRT in Amendment 3. Tell me uh, about recreational weed. And, he's, and he went into a partisan thing. I'm like, come on, Epen. And then Dan Veach was here right after that. He is for Amendment 3. Epen Thampy is adamantly against right. it, as a lot of people are, because there's enough other stuff in there, kind of as you alluded yeah. to, that like, okay. As a matter of fact, we got a text yesterday at 874-9390. Is there a place where I can go and read a nonpartisan bottom line? What yes. is an Amendment 3? There isn't. Well, there is not. You can go and read the bill on yourself, but it's, what, almost 30 pages? I would say the best bet, and I, your, your point's well taken, but sos.mo.gov, and that's what I'll link to um, on Jay Ashcroft's website, sos.mo.gov, and click on ballot issues. That's probably your best bet, but even he outline six different things that's why i don't understand how it didn't uh violate hammerschmidt but but uh it is interesting those two are on opposite sides because both support legalization yeah. but the thing is and i've not heard this about crt 
But the Missouri NAACP, which supports legalization, <clears throat> they've just come out against it. The NAACP, the chapters in the in the state chapter are at odds on this. Yeah. So it's just very unusual. And because it would also a lot of folks that have been in trouble for weed, it would it would basically dismiss a lot of yeah. that stuff. Um, but the CRT and the Post Dispatch, for what fact checks are worth, said there's and there have been some claims, and I will say this: they're they're wrong. So CRT is in there. CRT is something that is in schools. It's in the Columbia Public School District. Now they don't have a class called CRT 101. There's no textbook that says this. Welcome to CRT 101. It is happening. For example, in the Columbia Public School District, without a doubt, I have parents that send me texts of pictures of this work these kids are doing. This breaks my heart that it's happening in a local school district here in Missouri. But there is, there is in the language regarding recreational marijuana, there is language as it relates to an equity officer. And so a lot of folks, I think, have falsely tied equity officer to critical race theory. Critical race theory, we're bad because we're white. And we're responsible for what happened 300 years ago. So it's not in this thing. But there's enough other junk in there. Marsh, do you know, and I'm not asking how you're voting on stuff, but do you know 20, 26 days from now, when you go to your polling place, do you know how you are voting on everything yet? I need to do some more homework, especially on the the ones that have flown under the radar. And those yeah. are the constitutional amendments one and four, which you read one is a... Override the current constitutional restrictions of state investments, and the other one is for a police force and a state board of police commissioners, not to mention Amendment 3 on the marijuana issue. And I need to delve into those a little deeper before I decide how I'm going to vote on them. Uh, Dad, what about you? Do you know how? I'm not asking, you don't have to say how, you're, but do you know when you walk in November the 8th, do you know how you're filling out your ballot? Are you set on that 26 days out? On the Third Amendment, no, I do not. I have been trying to read it and understand it. It's all in legalese because I wanted to read how the thing is written. I, I don't want some partisan opinion of what's in it. So I've been trying to read it. It's difficult. The the, um, the one about the, what is it, the, the fourth one? Is that the one where they want to be able to take over the... the uh, fifth, Amendment 5. Oh, 5, okay. And then there's the last one, something about should we have a constitutional convention. <laughs> I would want somebody to tell me what's wrong with our current constitution before I say, yeah, let's have a constitutional convention. Uh, and I haven't heard anybody say, you know, we need to do this because. So I'd, on those three, I definitely am not sure yet. Uh, locally, uh, if you don't know how you're voting on things yet, let me tell you. <laughs> No, uh, Boone County presiding commissioner. I like Kip Kendrick, uh, but because of the Democrat mindset, because of the problems, we have one of the most crime infested cities in Missouri. It's St. Louis, the Democrat mayor. And you look at all these other cities, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, New Orleans, he's taught these cities. And there's a story we're going to cover this later this morning. All of these cities that have the worst crime in the nation, you know what they all have in common? They're all run by Democrats. It's not coincidence. It's this mindset. It's this mindset that we go easy on criminals and there's rainbows and unicorns and we pay for homeless shelters. We take money out of my dad's retirement account and we give it to the home. And that's BS. And that's wrong. That's why for Boone County presiding commissioner, as much as I personally like Kip Kendrick, it's Connie Leopard. Cherie Tolson Rice should have no problem. Jim Mutt 
Musgraves, who's running to fill uh, the seat that Sarah Walsh currently holds. John Martin, easy choice. He's running against Adrian Plank, who runs every single opportunity, every single chance that he gets. Uh, Boone County Auditor, it's Jason Gibson. He's running against a guy who's suing the city. This guy's an idiot. Jason Gibson is the guy there. Recorder of Deeds, Shimon Jones, Drew Stanton for... Uh, for treasure, and I'm not saying that's how you should vote. I'm saying that's how I am voting uh, on things. Nathan via text eight seven four ninety three ninety. Currently, I believe only Mo in Kansas. The only states where the National Guard. This is back to uh, uh, a five Amendment five, where the National Guard does not report directly to the governor. They have to go through the Department of Public Safety. And Amendment five, uh, kind of your take on that, Marsh? Kind of the bottom line on Amendment five. It doesn't seem like anything that's out of line. I yeah. think the number was 40-some states already have the National Guard. State Bureau is its own entity unto itself. So that's not exactly a real reach. Uh, and, yeah, and I, it seems like uh, an easy uh, an easy one um, there. And by the way, and if you are a Democrat, you're politically unhoused, you're a regretful Biden voter, we're not criticizing you if you voted for Biden. Is What we're saying is welcome. Okay, and he's what one of the things we do here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. You know, we try to, you know, not go out and just criticize Dems and all that. It's too easy to do, but say, okay, when these things happen, here's how it affects you. And how bad is it right now for the Democrat Party? Uh, we have another uh, Tim Ryan who's running for Senate in Ohio, I think. He was asked, CBS News, do you want the President of the United States? And John, if you're running for office and you're running as a Democrat. And I ask you, do you want the president to come campaign for you? What is the obvious, easy answer? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what you would think. Tim Ryan's answer? No, no, I won't be asking the president to come in. No, and he's not the only one. Mark Kelly in Arizona, Numa Stacey Abrams. She went and got her hair did instead of hanging out with the president when he went to Georgia. That's how bad it is. And you look at your checking account. Those are the things. And we talk about how bad things are with crime and stuff. Do you feel safe? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. They don't want an election about a former president. They don't want an election about any of this. So that is renowned Democratic strategist James Carville. Listen, it's about the economy, stupid. What was it 30 years ago he uttered that famous phrase? It is the economy, stupid. And what he said years later still holds true today and that's getting us into today's daily dc rundown by the way stephanie bell back here on monday more of us we know this already but when the associated press puts pen to paper why it must be more u.s adults now feeling financially vulnerable amid high inflation report coming out later today we'll cover that for you in the morning bell at 8 25 this is a political risk obviously for joe and his all of his democrats by the way 26 days before the midterms. Here's some numbers for you. Some for almost half of Americans, half of us, half of us, I would venture to say the number is higher. Uh, about half of us now say our personal financial situations are poor. Earlier this year, uh, it was about 30%. That's a huge increase. Notable during, uh, downturn at a particularly inopportune moment for Biden great moment for us. Again, if you're a regretful Biden voter, if you're a Democrat independent, we're not criticizing you. We are welcoming you into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Majority of Americans continue to disapprove of the handling of the economy by the President of the United States of America. Next, 
Millions of Social Security recipients soon learn just how high of a boost they're going to get in their benefits next year. That increase is going to be announced today. It's expected to be the largest in 40 years. Sounds great, but in 15 seconds, Dad, what's the reality for you? Yeah, in 15 seconds is, <laughs> boy, I have no idea because... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Tells you a lot right there um, that we uh, don't rely on major corporations. That's Gary Plummer, head of the Jefferson City Chamber of Commerce, chatting with KRCG. Pretty good news for Mid-Missouri. Jefferson City, uh, big increase in business applications, a report out. This is research conducted by Smartest Dollar, and they were looking at a bunch of U.S. cities with the most new businesses per capita, and they found that uh, here in mid-Missouri, Jeff City had over 1,400 new business applications in 2021. It's about a 30% increase over the course of a year. And, Marsh, we look at, we talk about this all the time, the importance. It's small, but it's great to have those big factories. You know, it's great to have Hitachi and Aurora Organic Dairy. It's great to have those things, but these small local business, this is really the backbone of the Missouri economy. It sure is in mid-Missouri. I yeah. mean, look at our company. Yeah. You know, we're a we're small business, maybe albeit maybe a little on the upper side, but yeah, just go down the list. The vast majority of businesses in mid-Missouri are small businesses. And we and you know, good point. You know, we talk about Zimmer, for example. Not to brag on Zimmer, but I'm gonna brag on Zimmer. Um, we do. We look at the number of employees that, for example, Zimmer uh, Radio that we employ here in mid-Missouri. Those salaries that we pay, taxes that we pay, the money that we pump into the economy, small, local business, and that stuff is really important. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, there's Mr. John Marsh. Good morning. Producer Hannah is here. Good morning. And special guest co-host today, my dad, Henry. Good morning. Good morning. Stephanie Bell back on Monday. My name is Brandon Rather. Hopefully you'll join us 745. U.S. Senator outgoing. U.S. Senator Roy Blunt is going to be joining us on the show. There's something we can ask about in the economy. And here's why I like, listen, I'm not a big fan of talking to politicians. The only thing worse than talking to a politician is talking to a politician running for office. <laughs> uh, it's important so, you know, we get an idea. And here's what I love about when we hear uh, candidates come on to wake up mid-Missouri here on the radio station is you get to, you know, you can read uh, about them. And by the way, the Missourian, Steve Spellman, uh, has got a great piece on some of the local races in Boone County. Also a great piece in the Jefferson City News Tribune today about some local uh, races in Cole County. And then that stuff is great. But when you hear, for example, when you hear candidates or more importantly, when you get a chance to go out and meet them and see them and shake their hand and look them in the eye and read their body language. Steve Spellman actually wrote about that in the Missourians and talked to these people in person. We're a big fan of it. Um, and when they're running for office, it's stuff is important to know. So when we hear the radio interviews, I, I always think it's important to hear, you know, hear what they uh, what they are saying. And I also think it's important to hear from the folks that are representing you in Washington, D.C. And what I love about Senator Blunt, man, he gives us kind of the, the hallway gossip. I mean, we can see what's on Fox News and on USA Today, but you want the straight scoop. You actually go to a senator and you talk to them. Hey, okay, so I know what I'm seeing in the news, but when you go to lunch at these places in D.C., when you're roaming around the hallways, uh, what are you hearing? U.S. Senator Roy Blunt here, 745 this morning. Right now, we want to welcome into the show... U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, he's here in Missouri tomorrow, 
Senator Ted Cruz, welcome into Wake Up Mid-Missouri. We're glad you're here. Uh, what brings you to Missouri? Well, Brandon, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to being in Missouri tomorrow night. I'm going to be in Kansas City doing a big rally there for both Mark Alford and for Eric Schmidt. And and I think both are, are terrific candidates, along with Eric Burleson, also also running for Congress uh, in Missouri. And I, and I think we need a new generation of strong, principled conservatives in Congress in the House and the Senate. We need men and women that will stand up and fight, fight against uh, the radical agenda we're seeing from the Biden White House, fight against the disaster that is coming from Washington. And, and I got to tell you, Brandon, I am very optimistic about what we're going to see in November. I, I think we're going to see not just a red wave, but I think we're going to see a red tsunami because people are fed up with the out of control inflation and the out of control crime and the chaos at the southern border. And they want to change back. They want to change to a common sense defense of, of our basic values. And I think we're going to end up seeing in November Republicans retaking the House and retaking the Senate. And, and I am devoting every waking moment to fighting to make that happen. And we appreciate that. I want to ask you, Mr. Cruz, how do we make this stuff real? Because I'll tell you, a lot of times, you know, I've been doing this here for a long time in mid-Missouri. And some of these things we talk about, these travesties that are happening here in our country, well, they're just conservative talking points or something to rail about. But it's not. These things are real. The economy, gas prices, our quote-unquote secure border. What kind of suggestions can you give to my listener this morning? How do we make these things real to those middle-of-the-road voters, the regretful Biden voters, the independent voters? How can we make these things real to encourage them to vote for people like Schmidt and Alford? Well, I, I got to tell you, the, the, the beauty of it is that, that, that reality has a way of, of, of waking people up, that, that, that nobody is making these things more real uh, for the people of Missouri and people across this country than, than Joe Biden. You know, inflation is an abstract term. Anyone who's under 40 has never really lived with inflation. Uh, if you look at it right now, listen, when you go to the grocery store and suddenly your bill is 20, 30, 40 percent more than it used to be, and it's hard to put food on on the table for your kids. When when you pay your rent and, and, and it seems like it just keeps going up and up, when you try to get a home mortgage and mortgage rates are not double, they're triple what they were when Joe Biden became president. That's pretty real. When you go fill up your, your, your truck or your minivan and you spend a hundred bucks or 150 bucks to fill it up, that's pretty real. And people are making hard decisions having to cut uh, cut essentials and decide, okay, what, what do I need today? Do I feed my kids this, uh, th this week or do I get braces for my daughter? Those are hard and real decisions. When you look at crime, crime's not some abstract figure. Crime is, is murder rates that are going through the roof. It's carjacking rates that are going through the roof. It, it, it is the consequences of left-wing Democrats for years fighting to defund the police, to abolish the police, to put in place soft on crime, George Soros DAs who keep letting violent criminals go onto the street. And, and we are seeing the human casualties, the, the, the toll that is coming from it. And, and then when it comes to illegal immigration, 4.4 million people have crossed illegally since Joe Biden became president. The worst and highest rate in 62 years. And, and that reality is utter chaos. And, and, and I believe the result of all of this is people's eyes are opening up all across the country. There's always been a natural pendulum to politics. And when one party goes too far, the American people pull it back the other way. I think November, they're going to do so in a big, big way. I hope you're right, Senator. Um, 
Yeah, this the inflation in particular and the crime uh, really affects retired people too. Sure. Um, I'm turning down the thermostat so I can afford the heating bill every month. If I have to go to a doctor, and I live just south of St. Louis, and if I have to go into the city to see a doctor, I do not go unarmed. That's, yep. a, that's a sad, sad state of affairs. Henry, it really, it really is. And, and, you know, you are right that seniors have in particular been hammered by the disaster of, of the Biden economy. You look at, at seniors who are retired, who've spent their whole lives saving, being responsible. They built up a 401k. They're, they're living off of that. And, and in just a year and a half, Biden's taken their retirement, their 401k, and they've seen it drop 20%, 30%, maybe even 40%. At the same time, the cost of everything's going up. And, and I got to say, what Biden is doing to seniors has been particularly horrific. And, and I think it's one of many factors that is going to cause people to say enough is enough. We, we got to turn this around and turn it around now. And I think the other thing, you know, we, we talk about the, by the way, you get points, Senator Cruz, for referring to my father as a senior citizen. I'll give you some points. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't mean to cause, cause trouble for you, Brandon. I'm, I'm going to leave that between you and him. <laughs> uh, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9, the Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. He is in Missouri tomorrow night, 6 to 8 in Kansas City, campaigning on behalf of of Eric Schmidt and Mark Alford. This is a $5 donation to the Truth and Courage Pack. If you want to attend more info, tcbustour.com, tcbustour.com. And before we let you go, I know your time is valuable. We're appreciative that you would hang out with us here in mid-Missouri this morning. I know you're doing this podcast, man, and 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 now you're, you're like re-upping and you're doing it more often. I got to ask you, what do you enjoy more doing your podcast or being in dc doing the work of the people oh, oh that that ain't even close I, <laughs> the, 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 the the podcast is much more fun i thought you were gonna ask me what do i enjoy more being out in the campaign trail of the podcast that would be a much closer call uh the podcast verdict with ted cruz getting national distribution and and you know we've had over 50 million downloads on on the podcast we beat cnn's more every week and so the reason I do the podcast is to go around the corrupt corporate media and to connect directly with people and to arm them with the facts of what's going on. And, you know, the bus tour that, that's bringing me tomorrow night to, to Kansas City, uh, I'm in the middle of a month-long 17-state bus tour, crisscrossing the state, campaigning for candidates for the House, candidates for the Senate. And we are seeing so much energy, so much passion. People are eager to change the course. And so I just want to reiterate the invitation. Come out tomorrow night, Kansas City. We're going to be at Mark Alford's campaign headquarters. The, the address is 1272 West Foxwood Drive. And, and you can get the location from tcbustour.com. Again, that's tcbustour.com. You can get free tickets. Come out. You will be energized. You will be encouraged. You, you will see that together we're standing up to turn this country around. Let's go, Brandon. Amen. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, thank you for joining us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning. We appreciate you. God bless. All right, so he's in Kansas City tomorrow night. Mark Alford. By the way, Eric Schmidt, both of those as we look at races. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Touchdown on 
fun times, I guess. I grew up when gas was 25 cents a gallon. <laughs> and I think this is just crazy. Just uh, going to the food market, it's almost double from the last couple of years. It's uh, insane. And this is... Uh, and that's why I always go back to these aren't just conservative talking points. These are real life things affecting you, affecting me, affecting my dad, affecting Marsh producer Hannah Brian Howlsworth, affecting Stephanie Bell, who's back here on uh, back here on Monday. And this ahead of a key inflation report, which is coming out later today. And it's like I I don't even care about the reports. All I need to do is look at my bank account, <laughs> right? I, my, by the way, my dad co-hosting, hanging out with us this morning. I just. My bank account. I don't need the government to say, man, things really suck. I know. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured that out when I went to uh, the grocery store the other day. And I'm going, what? No, this can't be. But it is. Yeah, and it's and, and to put some perspective on it, people like producer Hannah. Hannah, how you're 22? I am, yes. 22 years old. Stephanie Bell is still... Barely under the age of forty, and she's gonna hurt you when she gets back. <laughs> yes, she is. Uh, she is back here on Monday, by the way. Perspective on how bad things are. Lots of her family and friends listen, and they're gonna tell on you, and I'm gonna laugh. And her dad's a big dude. I know. <laughs> um, Stephanie Bell and producer Hannah have never seen anything like this in their lifetime. And I don't really want to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sucks. <laughs> it really it really does because listen, you wake up in the morning and you get up and it's there. It, it's just it's heavy, it's there. It affects everything you do and so I go but these Henry and I can relate. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're having Jimmy Carter flashbacks. <laughs> you bet we are. I will say this so, Marsh, here's what I remember. I remember in California yep. uh, when my mom, Marsh is, a, by the way, Marsh is an Air Force brat too, Dad. Ah. <laughs> um, in California, I remember waiting in line for the gasoline. Yep. Uh, I remember my parents talking about how bad money was. And I also remember my parents in the 1971 Dodge Dart with the windows rolled up smoking cigarettes with us kids in the back seat. <laughs> Shut up before I backhand you. <laughs> Windows rolled up and everything. Uh, it's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Not true. Uh, here on 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News. Oh, that was a quick fact check. Uh, 104.5 News Radio 950 KWOS. Do hope you join us coming up uh, less than an hour from now. 745 U.S. Senator Roy Blunt. What's he hearing in the hallways in D.C.? And not just from... Uh, conservatives and Republicans, the other side of the aisle. There's a lot of news this morning as it relates to the election 26 days from now. Also, why we are talking about Toby Keith and not talking about the patriotic country superstar. We have that here in just a second. But first, I want to chat with James at 874-9390. James, welcome into the show. What can we do for you? Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a uh, Reagan Republican, and I appreciate you having a Ted Cruz on. He's one of my favorite uh, U.S. senators. I wish we had more of them like him. Uh, actually, he was my first choice for president in 16, but, uh, you know, I did end up voting for Trump. And But uh, Cruz was my first choice. Um, he's one of our great senators. He's one of our greatest conservative leaders. And there's a few other. Josh Hawley's a good guy. Marsha yeah. Blackburn. And I'm not going to mention Roy Blunt. I am very disappointed with Roy Blunt. I wish you'd ask him some tough questions when he's on this morning. Why he's gone along with the Democrats on voting uh, the, since Biden's been in there. 
I mean, if I was in Washington, the last thing I would do is vote with the Democrats on anything. Let me, and James, so, thank you for the phone call. I do appreciate yeah, it. Was yeah. Gonna be, yeah, and he's I, been an absolute disappointment. Right. Uh, and, you know, does it matter that he's out? Do we spend the time? Do we talk about more important things that really affect you right now and tomorrow instead of bringing well, up his old voting record? As he's, he's, hold up, James. He, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, man. I've only got 15 seconds here. Is that stuff? And I'm being I'm asking honestly. Uh, and a guy who's not running for re-election, is it necessary to waste valuable airtime here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri? Why did you vote this way? Why did you vote that way? If he were running on, if you were running for re-election, you are absolutely correct. Those are, those are great questions. He's not running for re-election. I think there's other things that are more important to. Uh, well, why even, why even have him on then? You know, because he's, he's, do you live in Missouri? Yes, sir. Because I do. because he's your senator. That's why we have him yeah, on. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. He's been on Face the Nation too much. He's never on Fox. So. Mm-hmm. 